you know what the all-star game reminds me of it's what like, it's like um you know like youth basketball camp and you just are like for the love of god can you just try like just a little bit we got to be here for three fucking hours like can you just give me a little bit of effort and just you have these kids over like we're doing a fucking passing drill and they're shooting half court shots that's what it reminds me of i told bailey in you that i am very proud to say i watched not one second of all-star weekend <laughs> or the game well and i may be in this podcast i'm probably supposed to pretend that i did <laughs> I understand that everybody at home, I didn't watch a single second of it. I, don't I didn't watch you. some college basketball. Yeah. But I listen, I'm sorry I cannot get um, excited about All-Star Weekend. Um, the clip you sent us of our friend of the show, Coach JB, laughing his ass off at the dunk contest. Was one of the in, in, People at home, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. I'll put the link in the Just description. Just losing his mind it's laughing hilarious. at these it's guys. It's like a two-minute clip, too. Yeah. But yeah. I actually think I have a solution to the All-Star game. And I I had it on in the background. I didn't actually watch much of it. I think I like watched the first five minutes of it and got bored as always. But I have a solution. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that they should do this. You allow <laughs> you allow them to bet on the game. Like for one game, you allow the NBA players to bet on their own props and on their own game. That would make them actually try in the game. That's option number one. That would make it pretty entertaining, that honestly. Would be, tell me that that wouldn't get ratings. Number two well, option. They would, they would definitely be trying, but they'd be betting on themselves. Or, or you'd have people like, you know, maybe betting on the other team. That could get interesting. But. <laughs> It'd be real interesting. Uh, I also think it'd be fun if, if you're going to make it a joke, every basket you score, you have to take a shot or or sip a beer. I mean, that would be... In that game, everybody would be dead. <laughs> Scored in the four... I mean, what was the final score of it? It was 211 to 187. Yeah. 186, I'm sorry. It was 397 and what did we points. say the... What did we say the... Uh, I looked it, it up. 362 yeah. and a half. Yeah. So it went over. Imagine having a lightning bet on the under in that game. Well, you... First of all, if you had a lightning bet, or a bet on the under <laughs> in the NBA All-Star game, you, that's that's when you need to look into retirement, right? <laughs> that there. would be like a, that, that is that, insane. That's a drug you can't pay for, right there. <laughs> that adrenaline, oh my god! But and under it, the NBA, it was game. so it was so boring. Not just the not just the game, the whole thing. I I'm curious why people care about it so much. Like why is there this uproar like it needs to matter? It's just it hasn't been good for a while. Now I will say I this. I think it's just the old timers are trying to fit I think they're trying like like Larry Bird came out or whatever and was saying I they need to try, you know, whatever, but it's like I think it's one of those things where the old timers want it to matter again and it just doesn't to these guys. Unless yeah. you give them you know, some kind of incentive, which Larry was basically saying, no, like we used to play for pride because it mattered to us. We wanted to beat the West. We wanted to be the better conference, which, you know, typically, you know, sports have been ruined, but yeah, that's typically what guys wanted to do. They wanted to prove that they were the superior conference. And now it's just, I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm going to just, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not, you know, whatever. And I don't know if they, I'm sure they may get something for being an all-star, yeah, right? Much. I can't imagine it's, yeah. But it is funny how they all want to be like, they all act like these like, ultra progressive guys and want to make like statements about this stuff but like they're playing for charities and this shit and they don't give a fuck like that is kind of fucking funny it's ironic that they want to be these guys who are you know uh, very very progressive and push for social justice and then they 
play for their charity make and their, don't give make a their shit. Shoes and sweatshops in China. That's, that's right. Damn straight. Um, yeah, this was it was it wasn't just the game. The uh, now I will say I have another I have another proposition. What if we did this? What if we had cross sport all star games? So like NBA players do a fucking home run derby. Yeah, that would be fucking cool. I would like that. Or like you know, you put the baseball players, and they have to do like an NHL like hockey shootout. There I go. saw someone mention that online, and that would be pretty fun. Like NBA, you know, the NBA guys all think they could play in the NFL, and yeah. the NFL guys all think they can play in the NBA. So you cross it over yeah. and make it. Yeah, that would be um, that would be inter- It would be much more entertaining than what we have now. I mean, I didn't see the. Uh, who won? You said Lillard won three point contest, right? Lillard won. He was the second. Who won the dunk contest? Mac McClung. So it's both of them repeated. But he's like just on a twenty he's, man roster, or no, what? He's or what's not the even. Deal? They I mean, changed. So last year, when he won the dunk contest, yeah. they put him on like a ten day contract to be able to do the dunk contest. And then this year, they just changed the whole rules and said, "No, nah, you could be on a G League roster because he's not on an NBA roster." And so they bought. They had him. They had Obi Toppin's brother in it. Which, by the way, was Coach Javius Lambella. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> James He's Toppin. like, that's Obi Toppin's brother. He, Obi Toppin sucks. And like, we got his brother in the dunk contest. They had Jalen Brown was like the big name. He was the worst one. They literally just put him in the championship because he was Jalen Brown. He was the worst dunker of all of them. They were horrific dunks. Um, Mac McClung, I guess, maybe it's just me, but it's like watching a white kid get that high up in the air is somewhat appealing to me. So like, I can watch that. Um, but I, in general, it was horrible. The skills challenge. They, I actually, it's funny. I used to like watching that back when they used to do the point guard skills challenge and they would do that. They don't do that anymore. No, it's like all these stupid ass little games. I got, I got bored with it. Like in five minutes and stopped paying attention to it. Yeah. They used to do like an obstacle course kind of right. Yeah. Do a bounce pass and then a a whatever, make a three, make a layup. And then, and it was time. And now it's like, it is that, but it's completely different. It's like, it's a team thing and it's, and then there's like that. And then they do like a passing competition and a shooting competition and it's all combined. I don't even know how the fuck they determined who won. Cause I stopped paying attention to it, to be honest. But that's, that was the basics basis of it, which also I thought it was bullshit. Wimby was in that, but how was Wimby not an all-star? <coughs> I don't get that. That was, that's crazy to me that he wasn't even an all-star. I mean, the guy's averaging like what, 20, 11 and leading the league in blocks. He had a triple double with blocks the other day. The guy, I'm also actually surprised because I guess the fans only determine what the starters, right? Is that how it works? I think the fans determine the starters, the coaches determine, determine the reserves. Um, but so. there were no, I mean, I agree that he should have got in, but there were no rookies that were all stars, right? I mean, no one else. No. Got in. Yeah, okay. No. No, uh, I mean, I thought they Wendy put Ben Caro in, who was a second year guy from the Magic, but no, but nobody who was an actual oh, yeah. rookie. He he's, had a, rookie. he's had a pretty good year. He's yeah, there, he uh, like I said, I watched no basketball, but I've seen them play like two or three times. I think just at your house where it's like, Crunch time and the magic always go to him like at the end of the yeah. games. He's like their go to guy. So. And they're not like horrific, I guess. They're not good. Um the only thing I don't know if you saw the I don't even know how to say her name. Sabrina Unescu, Ines Yeah, Unescu, I think. She yeah. played against Steph Curry. Did you see? Oh, any so of they that? did I, I heard they were doing that, but Curry three ended point, up winning, right? Three point contest. Yeah. She shot it was funny. She shot from the men's three point line. Oh. But she used a women's ball. And so Kenny was Kenny, the jet Smith on there was like, well, if she's going to, she's using a woman's ball or like if she's shooting from the men's three point line, why doesn't she use a men's ball? 
and they were arguing back back and forth, and Reggie Miller was kind of irking him on. It was very awkward on the I broadcast. I actually think that that's, like, admirable of her from going from the – like, if I were her, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to do the – this is my three-point line. I'm going right. to do the women's one with my ball, right. and you do yours with your ball. But the fact that she actually did the NBA threes with her ball, I would say that's – She almost that's, won. That's she, plenty good instead of yeah, – yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, you can't expect – when you use the same ball your whole life, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to just start shooting threes with the men's ball. I agree. I mean, she would have had zero chance Make at that Steph point. use the women's ball and see how it That would have been more fun. They should have they should have switched it, made her shoot men's ball threes, oh. and Steph shoot women's women's balls. I uh, like that. The, the, the shorter ones. That would have actually Probably really actually screwed them up. My, my, my issue with it is, though, and I, I think that was actually probably the most entertaining part because I think they actually tried – because I think Ionescu wanted to beat Steph, and oh, yeah, Steph of didn't want to lose. So, yeah. but I am tired, and I'm not. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm just so tired of like let's let's shove this equality in sports down our throats that ESPN and and the NBA does. Like, I, I Clay Travis said this. I think you might have been the one to tell me to tell me about this. What, you know, you remember we're talking about where, you know Clay Travis. He's yeah. like a sports betting yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Where he was saying that a best the best. Or you take a good high school boy state champion, and they would beat the WNBA champion. Yeah, and you put it, up it a, wouldn't, it wouldn't be close. It It'd wouldn't be a million be dollars. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Like that's the problem. That's like, like the the U.S. women's national team. I don't know if you heard this one. Like this is three years ago. Played the ML the MLS FC Dallas sixteen and under boys. Their academy, 1600, and the 1600 boys beat them like 5 nothing. Yeah, I see. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the best high school team first, you know, the, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be particularly close, which is fine. I'm not. They're completely, you know, they're right. They're completely different, you know, separate things. But it's, you know, it's one makes a lot more money and a lot more people watch it. And the other really doesn't and it's not you know it's not that big of a deal like i just remember and you know it's let just them, not let entertaining them, yeah let's just let them be professionals and listen most of them sure they don't make millions of dollars because they don't bring in millions of right. dollars but like the funniest one where it gets me is like i'm i'm fine with them you know trying to talk up the league because they have to try to but the the i forgot what girl was on what team it's like you know play for the connecticut sun was like yeah, we need to be flying private to these games. And I forgot, it may have been like Travis or someone that just lost her fucking mind. It's like, <laughs> you're lucky you're not on the fucking Greyhound bus. You're flying commercial, which is a privilege, and you're getting to point A because you bring in, no, you guys lose money. Yes. You think you should be flying private, and you get paid a salary. It's yeah. like insane. So. The only reason that they exist is because of the NBA. NBA yeah, yeah, the yeah. NBA's partnership with ESPN and they force ESPN to broadcast some of their games and do that stuff. Look, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. Their product isn't entertaining. It's just not. And the problem is you have all these people who want this equality, but the majority of people who watch the WNBA, which isn't many people, they're men. The men are the people watching the WNBA. It's not women. So it's not like you have a bunch of women who over there like, Oh, we should have equality with, with women's sports. It's like, well, none of you watch the fucking WNBA anyway. Now, I will say, I and I, Caitlin Clark broke the scoring record the other day. 
she's entertaining to watch. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with gender. She's just an entertaining basketball player. I so I watch she... her play. I watch all the games she plays. Yeah. Every single one, I watch her play. If she's on, I watch her play every single time because she's entertaining, because she's really, really good at her level. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you moved her up to the college level in men's, she would not score 33 points a game. She would, I don't even know what she would score, but she's entertaining within the game. And people are going to these games and buying tickets to watch her play because she's entertaining. And it is no, there's no problem with the fact that most of that is not entertaining. I, I don't find the MLS entertaining, so I don't watch it. That's why those guys make less money, right? Over in Europe, that soccer is entertaining, so they watch it. it just it de- It's dependent on where you are, the market you play in, what's entertaining and what's not. People don't watch it. You're not going to make a lot of money. You're not going to get the same privileges. You know, Is it fair that a police officer makes less money significantly than an NBA player? No. You know, is it fair that a doctor makes less money than like LeBron James, depending on like what, what, who's doing something more important? It's not, that has nothing to do with it. It's the economics of the situation. The economics of the situation are what is your market? How many people are seven foot tall and can dunk a basketball and get millions of people to watch you play? And the answer is not a lot. And there's a bunch of people who can become doctors. It's still a small sample size, but it's a lot bigger in terms of the amount of people who can become doctors or policemen or whatever compared to professional athletes. That's why people don't watch WNBA. It's not entertaining. It doesn't draw any money. People don't care. You can have a, I mean, you don't, this, you know, I, I was a 5'10 white kid, right? Like I had no chance to play division one college basketball. If I was a 5'10 white girl, I would. And it's work hard and you probably have a good chance. Like, I don't mean that in a bad way, but that's, that's like, the truth. That's, that's the truth a, of the that's, matter. That's like the joke I sent you and your dad. That was hilarious. Andrew Schultz talking about how he wanted uh, to make the, the WNBA something with like, you know, all, was it uh, all transgender or something? <laughs> it was something along the lines, like to make it more entertaining. But <clears throat> the funny part to me was like talking about is like, you got little Billy. Who's this, this white kid that has no chance being over five foot 10. He's like, I'm going to be a running back one day. I'm like, hey, no, you're not. <laughs> you got Definitely. a chance to play in my new league here. And the was like, ain't going to go to W. You ain't going to play running back. It's like, I forget. It was, it was a funny, that's a funny joke. I sent to you and big dog. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's yeah the reality of the situation. Yeah. Not going to be a lot of, you know, Matt McClung got. God-given ability to jump that most uh, most white men don't have. So I don't know he's where that the dunk came from. I don't know. He Looks did. like he's got springs. I was like, that guy can freaking jump. He jumped over Shaq. It was like, and he really honestly didn't launch. Like, most of those people launch. He did not launch. Like, because you could see the height he gets on other dunks, and he was in the same spot. It, his head basically hits the rim. I don't know how tall he actually is, but he's like, yeah, they can't be taller than six feet. The guy's pretty short. I think he's under six feet. Yeah, I think he's like he's, five ten. I think he's like five ten, five eleven. I just remember I him know. playing like even at tech. I was like, man, that kid's kind of small out there, like compared to these yep. college players. Like, you know, he's. I wish he was like a somewhat better basketball player because it would be entertaining to watch him in the NBA. But he's yep. just, he's just not that great. Um, yeah, you know, looking at some of the other NBA stuff, I don't know if you saw they fired uh, Brooklyn fired. Uh, Jock Vaughn. Yep. We got the the best college coach to ever live, Kevin Ollie, Kevin, taking over. I saw it. National champion. Two Kevin time Ollie. national champion. Did he win two? I think so. As a head coach, or was he? I think he was an assistant the first oh, time. Oh, was he? he? I don't know. I know he's won at least one. I thought he may have won two, which I think is crazy. He, well, I think because I know I Kimba, like, Kimba's la- year that they won, Calhoun was, was still the coach. 
And I think Napier's senior year, when they made the run as the You're probably seed, right. You remember Ollie this stuff was better the coach. than me. I just know he was there for I think that was the last one, unless they won another one that I can't remember. But I'm pretty sure. Uh, You're probably right. Let's but see. I think he did win as an assistant with Kimba. Like, I think he was an assistant there, won it with, with Kimba in 11, and then in 14 won it again with as a head coach and then got fired like two fucking years later. But it's crazy. Like, they gave him a multi-year extension. Like, yeah, he won in 13, 14. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, he won as an assistant under in Calhoun, 11. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they They gave this guy an extension. Multi-year extension, mind you, less than a year ago, and they fire him. Like this is becoming a really, like, consistent thing in the NBA. Like, they were what are they? Twenty-one and thirty-three. They're two and a half games out of the final play-in spot. Like, is that good? Absolutely not. Over the course of his two seasons, they were seventy-one and sixty-eight. It's probably just because, which I think is stupid, but it's it has to do with was he there when Durant? No, they fired Nash. So well, yeah, I, I but, think he might have been the assistant. Didn't ju- yeah. yeah. So what it was is all the classic the players like like Jot and Vaughn and probably like playing for yeah, him. Yeah, and they yeah. were worried that it's so stupid, but it's like, oh, someone's gonna come take Jock Vaughn from us, which isn't gonna happen. But yeah. yeah, they just you know, that's how you work your way into extension. It's like Kevin Durant probably came and was like, You need to give my guy an extension if you want me to stay. I don't know if he was still there. I always forget the NBA carousel, but I assume he was yeah. there with Jock or with uh, Durant and Harden at some point. I think that he was took over as interim for that point yeah. when they traded yeah. Harden and right then, after it. Yeah, but I mean, it just—it just seems like that's how it always happens. They it's were like, zero and eight and got they got swept in back to back playoff series. But again, you know, it, it, what's weird to me is the GM here is Sean Marks, who came from San Antonio. Just like they fire Steve Nash. They hire this guy, give him an extension. They fire this guy. It's the same type of shit with the Bucks, right? Like, they fire Budenholzer. They go hire Adrian Griffin. He'll get a job in the next year, you'd have to assume. Who, Budenholzer? Yeah. Has to get yeah. a job, dude. I mean, the guy's one of the better coaches in the league. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Someone will definitely hire him. Um, I, I, honestly, I would love it if the Spurs came back and That would be him. great. That would be yeah. awesome. I mean, what what did he do? He got a guy in Giannis who was, you know, a borderline all-star and he became an MVP and an NBA champion under bud. So like, if you're looking for somebody to turn your franchise into a winning culture and a winning franchise, that's your guy. I mean, he is did it in Atlanta with no talent. He did it in, in uh, Milwaukee when that team was not very good. So yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Um, I guess we can move on to some, some, uh, college basketball here. Had some good games this weekend. I was looking at the games tonight. Really good games. Really good Creighton, games. Creighton, UConn, BYU, Baylor. Do you think Texas Tech, TCU, you Utah think, State, San Diego? You think Creighton beats UConn tonight? Yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, probably. It just probably. seems like a spot that they off that m- big win over Marquette. They dominated. Now you're going yeah. on the road to Creighton. Well, Tough you spot. just. Yeah, I mean, UConn's so good. It's They're hard to so pick good. against them. Wait, was UConn is UConn favored or I is, just picked it, pulled it's it up. Two and a half. I can't remember. UConn's favored by two and a half. Two and a half. Man, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could, you know, bring myself to back. Creighton's there. playing pretty good though right now. They aren't are they? playing good. Didn't they, they just beat the hell out of Butler? I can't remember. They did what it was. on the road too. On the road. No, yeah, Creighton. UConn. Now listen, now they haven't played the greatest teams, but they won at Xavier by seven. They beat Georgetown by twenty-two, and then they just beat Butler by twenty-two. So That's they're playing it. The pretty but, good. The Butler win is impressive because it's on the road. Yeah, the other two. House, the other one was not that Xavier's great or anything, obviously, but they did win at Xavier. 
yeah. Georgetown game just no, scrimmage. No, Zay, yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> poor Ed Cooley. Uh, now, fuck why, Ed Cooley. Why did he go there? Don't, don't do poor Ed Cooley, why that dumb he... son of a bitch. <laughs> I fucking hate Ed Cooley. Why? I like Ed Cooley. I've always, no, I always loved him when he was at Providence, but he's a fucking traitor. That was Benedict Arnold shit going to Georgetown. <laughs> Leaving to Georgetown. And me and you had this argument. I get 100% where you're coming from with it, where it's like they're the, they have more money, you know, whatever. He made more money there for sure. I just think the Georgetown and the brand and everything is just fucking dead. They, I, they are ne- Georgetown is never coming back from the dead. I disagree. I, don't care. I think Ed Cooley is going to turn them around. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll I mean, see. I will say they look taking a very horrible. Very rocky start with having yeah. the ability to go get transfers and shit, but – I, I still now he, I will say it is he weird. definitely can. I mean, look, he built a great program at Providence, right? Yeah, so he definitely can do it. He's capable of doing it. I think he's a great coach. I just leaving. It's just so weird to me. And I get that he made a little bit more money there. I think, though, the, the thing that really threw the Providence people out and I could be wrong about this is when he took that. I think Providence was like l- willing to like match the deal like they were going to find a way to pay him what he was making at Georgetown and he still left. And that's just like the ultimate disrespectful move where it's like, but he's probably with you. He just thinks the brand of Georgetown, but I don't know, man, not that. Wait, Patrick, so they actually did match his salary. I, I think they would have, I think Providence was going to like, if it was going to be an extra million dollars a year, he was making at um, Georgetown. I don't know what it was, but I thought that there were talks about them trying to do that. And he huh. was going to leave anyway. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Because they, dude, if you're Providence, look, they haven't, it's not like it's a school that's loaded, but I guarantee you they have enough money there that it's like, this is the only program that we care about. Like, we got to find a way to pay Ed Cooley. We go to the tournament pretty much every year, like, you know. They do fill up that stadium, that that arena too, I will say. Like, they have a very good home court. Yes, it's, uh, that's that's not an easy place to play, Um, but yeah, that I mean, it, it was a weird move because I feel like he probably could have gotten a better job. It was interesting, a, a little bit telling to me, though, when you get a guy, when, when Ed Cooley leaves and goes to Georgetown, a lot of times you get a player to go with you to that to that school. And you had Bryce Hopkins and Devin Carter who were both NBA-level players, and both of them stayed at Providence. Yeah, I think it was just, it rubbed, I think, everybody, everybody the, wrong, the way. wrong way. Yeah, It was I one of those moves where it's like, is that big dog? Oh, big Texas? dog. Big dog's checking in. He's if not gonna. That, he, yeah, that. he's not gonna be on the podcast this week. But he Wait. said he 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 said he will he will be back next week. Hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me see what he wrote here. It popped up real quick. But why he said a, Dylan is just black and white. I'm back next week. That's what he said. Hold on. Okay. Wait a second. Why is he not here though? Uh. You know, guys, Big Dog likes to talk a big game, but the reality of the situation is the little general, Miss Leak, runs the house at home, okay? She runs a tight ship around there, a fair, a tight but fair ship. There you go, nice save. Okay, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Big Dog, she put the muzzle on him. When you get out there in public and start talking about midget wrestling, midget tossing, sometimes the wife has to reel you back in. So Big Dog's on a week suspension. We might have him back next week. We don't know. He claims he's coming back next week. That's to be announced. Uh, the little general will have the final say on that. <laughs> Did he play golf with us before last show or after last show? <laughs> no, it was before. Before last we show. We talked about it a little bit. We did? Okay, yeah. He's going to the senior tour. <laughs> 
when he gets his <laughs> irons figured out. Yeah, when he gets his because he can drive the ball 400 yards. I mean, it's impressive. You know, at 60 years old, he says he should be driving at 120. But my he, age should be driving it's, it's, 120. My age, I should be driving at 120. I'm driving at <laughs> 340, 280, right That's down right. the middle. Um, yeah, he's uh. But yes, he is on a mom a did week, not like a, a week suspension. Mom did not like the midget talk. I will say. I mean, she she asked me later that day if he behaved himself on the show, and I had to be. Dylan honest. ratted him out. I am no rat. I am ratted not a rat. Him out. I, I didn't right rat him out. The bus. He it, no. She wanted me to edit the shit out. I'm like, look, I'm not fucking spending more time editing this shit out for what he wants to say. He's an adult. He's a grown man. This man's 63 year, years old. All right. He knows exactly what he's fucking saying. He wants that on there. So, no, I'm not going to sit there and edit that shit out. So I get to be the bad guy now because I'm le- leaving that shit in there. And then I don't, you know, Turner's the one egging him on every fucking second. So it's called show business. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to tee up. For- you got to tee up big dog when he needs to make a you got to his brain works so fast that he'll tell you <laughs> that you, he just forgets about things. You have to tee him up and remind him about certain Certain things. I want to. Here's ESPN News. The uh, college football playoff unanimously approves the five plus seven model for the new twelve team playoff. Okay, hold on. My question about that, and I, real quick, it just it just, yeah, it just popped, popped up. up. I'm I'm, cur- I'm quite I'm curious about that. So, my understanding was before they were going to have the five auto bids be the winners of the Power Five conferences, and then there was going to be seven at large bids. With only one being a like a non-power five automatic qualifier. However, the Pac-12 has disbanded. So how is the model still that? That's what I don't understand. Who? What is the fifth auto bid then? There's not another power conference. There's no Pac-12. Big Ten, SEC, Pac. Uh, um, okay, I mean, uh, here it says ACC and uh, the five school conference decades. We don't think that because of the musical chairs that the two remaining schools in the Pac-12 should be penalized. Does that mean one of the two? Are you shitting said, me? I, I don't know. Is that real? Yeah, that's what it says no here. No fucking that, way. That isn't. No, I don't. I don't think that necessarily means we're gonna have that, two and eight Oregon State in the fucking playoff. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't. This is too much. We'll have to read this and get back to it. It's too much to. I. I don't think they're gonna get automatic bids. But what they're saying is they can't like they. They're gonna. I think it's what it's saying is they're gonna have voting power for certain things. Like I don't okay. think. So they're not penalizing them I'm for just other teams that leaving. Fifth spot yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you could just change it and say, okay, it's a four auto bid, and then the, you get the the eight. Oh, here large. we go. Yeah, I, and they're just it, they're still calling it the five plus seven, but obviously it's not the five. It's got to be four plus eight. Yeah, yeah, but basically maybe they're just calling it the five plus seven to recognize two Pac-12 schools that got fucked. I mean, I don't know, and saying they have certain voting rights, but obviously the winner of those two schools is not going to the college football playoff. That'd be funny, so though. it would be hysterical. <laughs> like, everybody wants to join. So everybody's in line now to join the Pac-12. <laughs> All the other bad teams from different conferences. That's like, actually, that would be awesome. Yeah, like, you'll see, like, uh, you know, like South Florida put in a bid to be in the Pac-12 and fly out there to have a chance to, <laughs> a chance to get in. Um, yeah, I, I want to go back to college basketball real quick. Um, so did you see, we'll talk about the brawl in a second, but did you see the Rick Petito interview um, that he did that like people are talking about where he basically shit on his entire team? Yeah. And he said that, that like, like they'll basically call the white kids slow and that the black kids were stupid and that they couldn't learn how to throw a bounce pass. He's like, it's taken us, a, you know, it's taken us a, four weeks to be able to learn how to throw a bounce pass. Um, and 
I mean, people are like, like, man, if I was if I was a player for him, I wouldn't even play for him anymore. Now, I'm sure some of those radio clips that I heard were taken a little bit out of context. Probably, but Rick Pitino's listen. I don't what he said. I don't necessarily have a like. You know, he he kind of calls it how he sees it, and he's always been that guy. But he's also a fucking sleaze ball. So yeah. it's like he always has been. I mean, I think said, uh, you know the story is he impregnated a waitress on an Italian food table in Louisville. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, that's true. I don't legend. know if it was actually like on the table, but like that's the re- like he definitely had a, a child while he was married with this waitress in Louisville. Uh, what a fucking legend. Allegedly. Before I get, you know, before that gets to Rick and yeah. <laughs> we lose the show real quick with 1,500 subscribers. He said, he said, it's not the job. You could be at Missouri and <laughs> recruit slow players. Believe me, it's not St. John's. We had to put together a team last second. We will never, never do that again. So, I mean, how could you come out and say that with eight games left or six games left? Like, what the fuck are you doing? He's trying I, to motivate his guys. That's old not, school. I'm so, like, I'm actually tell him how bad. Tell him how no good they are. He was like, I, I am not always calm and certainly not when I rip someone. I was not ripping anybody. I sometimes want my players to hear my words and read my words. That was my intention Sunday. Like, he were, he's standing by it. He won't take it back. But um, one one other thing. Dude, we have to talk about this, and I'll put the video up there when we're when we're talking about this on when I'm editing it. But how about how about uh, Incarnate Word, our very hometown, Incarnate Word Cardinals, uh, the pride of San Antonio, really, really showing off their uh, their true colors last night, getting into a backyard brawl with Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Look, no I'll Texas A&M Commerce, but yeah, close. Oh, it was same commerce? thing. Yeah, Commerce. Oh, it's Commerce. Oh, okay. I was about to say something uh, along the lines of like how you don't want to get into brawls when you went from Corpus, but I guess if it was Commerce, salty, salt of their salt dogs down salt there in dogs. Corpus. You know, it was probably pretty even. Then I would think, don't you think that that's like in terms of the type of kids? I think it's pretty even. Yeah, you know, Commerce versus mm-hmm. UIW. I don't think there's um, I don't think there's an advantage physically in a fight. Uh, I will say, man, I have never seen a fight where uh, there were so many coaches trying to hold back players and it still fucking didn't work. Like this one dude for UIW, just he was not going to be denied. And what was so fucking funny about it, and it's not funny because the guy got really fucked up, but he he was trying so <laughs> so hard to get to one of the guys on Commerce and this one manager just was trying to stop him and he fucking just he takes him down the guy gets up he hits him in the face trying to get away the guy was knocked out unconscious he was bleeding down his face it was his own fucking manager and he never got to the get from Commerce to like actually fight him so he like probably broke this guy's face I didn't know if this is Yeah, he makes contact with the man like his own manager, right? Twice, back yeah. to back. Like, friendly friendly fires always the uh, the toughest of that. Like, you gotta let him go. Suppose- Trying to hold him back, you gotta, you're only gonna get yourself hit, right? Just let it go. At that well point. well at that point you, I mean if, if the guy hits me in the face trying to get to him, I'm like, go ahead, buddy, knock yourself out. And I mean, I'm done with this. They knocked over a kid, uh uh supposedly according to the commentators, they knocked over a little girl. I don't know if that's true. Like, I heard the commentator the saying that, oh, no, he ran over. Like, yeah, hopefully no one was actually hurt so, in the stands. Somebody was like, some like, one of the commentators was like, it looks like a little girl was run over. And then then the guy's like, well, manager here has a bloody face. Literally, it was like watching um, like like one of those like old skit comedies where like somebody gets knocked out and you just <laughs> you just see like 
four or five people pick the, pick him up and then like stretcher him off like really quickly. That's what the manager looked like because after he got knocked out without hesitation, five dudes pick him up and carry his body like off the. Someone court. actually got knocked out of it. Yes. Oh man, dude! It was I, would, I mean, I saw it, but awesome. it, was such a, it was such a cluster out there that I was like. I, you know, oh, I didn't. Bro, I so who got down. knocked out in kind of work guy? It, I slowed it or down and watched guy. like specific people. Like, so who got no, knocked out? No, the up. manager. The manager who was trying to stop the guy who was bowling over. Like so, like the fight had kind of broken up. Yeah, they had like somewhat. I divided saw the guy it. running and like some guy trying to hold him. That, yeah? So when the guy, so he like ran back through to go get to somebody, runs over the manager. The manager gets up, gets hit in the face again. Right there, the camera kind of moves. He gets knocked out, and all you see is like four dudes pick his body up and walk him out. Jeez, poor bastard! It was actually fucking hilarious. God. I mean, this was such a shit. If show. I was a manager, I'd be so fucking pissed. <laughs> this was, you know what's, you know what's crazy is it's probably like, like I have a buddy. Who watches the show? Michael Freitas. He's the Michigan fan and Miami Dolphins fan. Yeah, and he's the team manager over at UTSA. And God, like, God bless his heart. Well, he and he's such a he. He does. He was the manager at Smithson Valley for us, and oh, he did cool. like. And he's just like the best. He's the best dude, but he's also just like like the best. He made my life so much I was, fucking I was, easier. I was about to say. So he's used to he's used to <laughs> working for losing programs. <laughs> there you go. Hold on. When I was there, we were not. When we when I was there, we were a winning program. Yeah. Now now I don't know. Um, actually, now I do know it is not anymore. Um, but yeah, he, he, I was thinking like, man, what if that was Mike getting right? Yeah, over no, right I now? remember. Like, so I remember you telling me this about your buddy being a uh, the, the team manager, and I was like, "Isn't it Incarnate Word?" Or, I couldn't it's, remember no, if it was UTSA, UTSA or Incarnate Word. Yeah. So you you settled it there, but oh, I was looking. You know, up- we should have gone. By the way, sorry, we should have <laughs> gone to the UTSA FAU game. Mike could have got us tickets, and oh, actually, front row tickets are like twenty bucks. We so. can uh, if you want to go tomorrow. Let me tell you. They play tomorrow? I think they play tomorrow, and my niece has got a dance recital at halftime at the game. She's oh, ready let's to go. fucking go. She's got a performance. She was showing me the moves, ready. She's locked in, ready to go. I She she was talking like there was going to be a lot of people there. I was like, Maddie, there might be more people at the Bernie High School game <laughs> than at the UTSA <laughs> might, game. Yeah. Might. There's going <laughs> sure. to be. For at sure. The, dude, but yeah, playoff she's, uh, starting now. She's yeah. ready. I think, like, in her mind, she's like eight. She envisions, like, going out there in front of a Spurs crowd. She's going to get there and be like, what? fuck is this There's i haven't be- been preparing for months <laughs> to come out here and pre- to perform against 12 people there's there's gonna be that's that's so accurate the over under well how many kids are performing in the recital it's a, it's a yeah the dance thing i don't know maybe like 20 of them i would okay, say so yeah, like yeah. let's say let's you say, get all the parents that's there. what i'm saying yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. say roughly roughly 40 you know i'm not gonna say that every single one of them is gonna have both parents there but let's say roughly on you know 40 40 people fans there take those 40 fans out minus them the over under at that game is 17 and a half people so we're at we're at 57 did and you a half see, speaking of something hilarious with college basketball did you see that detroit mercy won their first game and oh, it was yes. a one a one person court storm the yeah. guys out there in front of the <laughs> camp they, they don't actually have people you know it's just the one camera that they yeah. have recording everything, and he's out there celebrating the win. It's hysterical. No, that was the best ever. And you, that guy, guaranteed had a had a Detroit Mercy minus six and a half ticket in his pocket, dude. How no, were they, they were, were laying? Oh, they were favored. They were laying six points at, at home on that zero and twenty six, and they covered. They won by double digits. All right, another college basketball. This is the uh, the Rick Patino back in two thousand three. Karen approached Patino at a restaurant. He'd been drinking at a party at the restaurant. 
She uh, had him call his son and encourage him to do well in school and sports. And then the two had consensual sex in the restaurant after closing. Uh, two weeks, a month later, Cypher called Patino and said that she was pregnant. And Rick encouraged her to get an abortion and paid the 3000 Rick, a devout Catholic, paid $3,000 for her to get an abortion. Yeah, so that's old slick Rick at the old... Italian restaurants in Louisville. Oh, God. It's so much better that he's Catholic. <laughs> it makes it so much better. Oh, he, got, he made her get an abortion as a devout Catholic. That's legendary, bro. Oh, Rick. Not that I support one way or the other. I'm neutral. I will not. We, not, we don't talk politics on this show, okay? Um, Unless Big Dog's here and he but, has something to say. That's fine. But he's, you know, it's funny because. I'm not going to say who he supports politically, but I will say that he does act a lot like Donald Trump. I will say that. it's There's a lot of similarities between the two. Now, I'm not going to say – I think my dad's a much better guy, oh, deep down. But overall, in, in terms of the outside, I think uh, I think they have a lot of similarities. Let's see. Uh, anything else college basketball? Let's talk a little bit about um, – we're going to do a game, and I want to talk just – well, I guess we could jump right into the game. We can do that. So basically, we're we're talking about who's going to be in the in the Final Four and who's going to win the national title, and we kind of discussed that each week. Both of us super high on UConn, um, but we're going to play a game here, and we're gonna it's going to start this week, and then as we go forward, we'll be able to ch- change and trade picks each week. So we got to flip a coin in a second, but for who picks first. But here are the rules. So we're going to each take two teams uh, in the top ten of the net rankings. Um, you cannot have your number in terms of their ranking add up to uh, less than seven. So if you pick number one, you got to pick at least at least number six um, on your second pick, and we'll snake it. So if I get first pick, you get two, and then I get the next one. Um, so then we're gonna pick two. I'm sorry, three teams ranked ten to thirty-five, and you can't have a team. You have to have at least all three have to be from different conferences. You can't pick teams from the same conference. Um, and then we're going to pick two mid-majors as our Cinderella's. And we'll have points um, for each. So 10, 10 points per uh, correct round advanced. Um, if your top 10 team loses in the first round, you're going to lose 50 points. So if you pull a Purdue and lose, you got a big loss. Second round, minus 25. And then each team in the in rank 10 to 35, you're going to get bonus points for each round. They advance, and then your Cinderella, you'll get bonus points. So I'll put the scoring system on the bottom there. But we'll redraft at the end of – not redraft. We'll we'll revisit this at the end of each week on our podcast, and we'll decide, hey, do we want to switch somebody out? So you can out keep your teams right. are – yeah. Right. And you can you – can, if you change it, you're going to have to adjust based on the new net rankings. But if you want to hold your teams, you can keep them. So. Got it. All right, so should we should we do the? Am I gonna flip this real coin? Yeah, flip right. it. All right, do you want heads or tails? Heads, of course. Heads? I'm not a loser. I don't Tail. Take tails. Tails never fail me, baby. Let's see. We got heads. I already. I didn't even look. I already knew it was heads. I don't win coin tosses. <laughs> Neither yeah. of us usually do. That was. I'm surprised. Yeah, I win the didn't... ones that don't matter was, yeah. for anything. Yeah, I'm great at those. Oh, look, I won again. I'm surprised that we didn't both lose that one. All right. You go ahead and take steal the best. I'm going to take UConn you because got, they're at, somehow on the net rankings they're fourth here. That so. is the most idiotic shit I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm going to so write down our team. They are number four. Okay, so you got number four UConn, which yep. gives you the entire board open now. Okay, I get yep. my next two picks. This is tough, dude, because I, you know I'm I'm definitely not taking Purdue at two, and I'm definitely I don't want to take Houston at one. But looking at the rest of these teams, I might have to. Um, Shit, man. I guess give me uh 
Oh man. <laughs> you know what? Okay, wait. I I said it has to be. So I if I pick it has one, to be at least I'll take. Oh man, I don't nine or seven. What'd you say? I can't remember. Yeah, it's gotta it's be, gotta be seven. seven. Less yeah. than seven. I was gonna take Houston and Tennessee, but I I I don't know if I really like Tennessee. Hmm. Alabama's an interesting one. They have some talent. You know what? Give me, give me Houston. I hate Houston, dude. I hate. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take Purdue. Actually, give me Purdue. Yeah, I mean, I like the better in Houston. Purdue at number two, and then I'm going to take Alabama at number five. So I got Purdue and Alabama two and five. That adds up to seven. I can do that. Okay, I'll take. Um, oh, I'm torn. I mean, you basically have the whole. Uh, you board, know what? Right? I'm a. <clears throat> well, I can't take. Um, oh, you can't take Arizona. No, you can take Arizona. You just can't take Houston. I'm gonna. I'm torn between Arizona and Tennessee. Man, I'll, I like uh, how veteran Tennessee is. I'm gonna take Tennessee. Okay. I was gonna say this. I was gonna say Tennessee has the has the connect that kid. Yeah, they have good. a more complete they roster. Got the the whatever the Z the point guard. I always forget his Ziegler. name. Ziegler. But I will say this about Arizona. If any team, if there's any team where I'm like, man, if they get like, if they're hot. rolling yeah, and get yeah, hot, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll beat anybody. That's a team who I think could beat UConn talent wise because they yeah. shoot the ball better than anybody when they're hot. Yeah, but, Tennessee. I mean, I think that they'll turn up the defensive intensity. You would think a little bit once tournament comes. They're really to. good. They're, they're really good. good. They're a good solid team. So I'll go UConn, Tennessee. And they actually shoot the ball much better than they have in years past. So I, I like Tennessee. Um, I know Bailey doesn't. Bailey Bailey's dreading that you just picked Tennessee there. He does not like that. Well, um, he watched Bailey, the entire if game. If Vanderbilt of- played basketball like that, I'd pick Vanderbilt. <laughs> That's Jerry Stackhouse. Jerry ball. and the boys. Okay, all right. So I guess for this one, we'll so do- now you have to pick three teams, three teams that are 10 outside through, ten or- through thirty-five. Okay. And, and they all have to be different conferences. Different conferences. I guess we'll we'll just snake rotate. This to, you go first. I'll go and first then, yeah, in this one. Okay. Go. So I'll take. Let's see. Okay. Actually, I already know who I want in this one. Um, I'm I'm gonna take Illinois. I think Illinois is really really good. I think they have a chance to make a Final Four run. So Illinois is gonna be my first pick. Um, for that they're number twelve. So Illinois, and I can no longer take a team from the Big Ten now. Uh, and I go two in a row here. Yeah, you get two. Um, I am gonna go. So this can be because you took Purdue, right? So you can have two yeah. of the same okay, conference if they're from the top gotcha. ten. Just can't okay. be three. I'm gonna yeah. go uh, Kansas. I knew you're gonna go with the Jayhawks. They're gonna get if if Harris can get healthy, they they could be a problem. And I'm gonna take best starting um, five in the country. And I'm gonna take Kentucky. Okay, I like that because they're just like a that's like a if they get hot, they could be anybody. yeah. Um, okay, the blue bloods. So I get do I get two here? Yeah, you get two. Okay, in a row I now. get two here. Oh man, this is tough here. I. I just, I'm definitely, I can't believe, I know we were talking about this, how Vegas just stuck to their guns on St. Mary's and they were right. I don't, I just don't believe it. I, I can't get out of my mind what I watched at the beginning of the year when they're losing to like non-mid-major team, like low-major teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not a believer in Duke. Ah, this is tough here. Uh, you know what? Give me, give me Marquette. They're pretty, they're pretty, uh veteran laden and they've i i think i like them better than creighton that's who i was between yeah they're close and since i'm not gonna take i can't take two from the big east so i gotta go here i gotta go acc big 12 man i hate baylor i don't want to root for baylor but sitting at 11 a big 12 team 
give me Baylor for that one for my last one. I'll take Baylor. So I went Illinois, Marquette, and Baylor for my. I'll three. take Creighton, rounding up my okay. three. Creighton got your three. All right, so we've got our five um, top thirty-five teams. Now we got to pick our mid-major, and I can give you a list if you need. No, I, I see them here, but do they? Does it matter on let's, ranking or just mid? Let's, let's just, go outside top what thirty then, or what do you think? Oh, oh for net ranking. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, yeah, you have yeah, Colorado no, no. State has and to Mexico. be outside the top thirty-five. So, like, somebody's gonna have to win their conference tournament to get in. I think. Okay. Like, well, okay, I take that back because the two teams, the two teams who I think could get in, I think Indiana State and Grand Canyon both could get in without winning their conference tournaments. I don't know that they will, but they could. You could still pick them. So let's make it. How about not the um, no Mountain West? Right there, you go. No, no Mountain West and no. Um, no West Coast yeah, conference, yeah, yeah, those yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that we don't have the St. Mary's and the Gonzaga. So yeah. it's got to be like a legit mid major, um, and you get to go first here because oh, do I? Because okay, I went I'll first go. Um, I wonder if McNeese, I like. I, man, I, I wonder if McNeese State gets in here. They, they have to. I think they have to win their conference tournament. They're not a team who could lose one. Like Indiana State has some like relatively good wins on their on their resume. So if they were like they they lost two in a row. So that hurts. But if they if they went out, they have a shot to get in still. James Madison has a shot to get in still. I don't think we, I think McNeese has to win their conference tournament. Uh, man, I I know this is gonna kill you because I'm going first, but I gotta take Grand Canyon. Fuck off! I hate. I want. I mean, they're one and zero in their quad win. They're two and two in quad two. I mean, and like you said, it would be kind of stupid not to take them because I yeah. think they're gonna get in regardless. Uh, they're really like I mean, good. even if they lose one, if they lose one game, you know, make it to the the tournament championship and lose or whatever. They're I still gonna think they're going to get in. I think, they, I think them and Indiana state are the yeah. two who could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'm going to take, I, I, I got to take Indiana. I got to take Indiana state as one. So like, that'll be my first one. And then I, I'm torn here because I really like Princeton and they've already won in the tournament. Um, the problem is Yale and Yale and Cornell are both really good. They too. are. They are like, I think Princeton's actually, I was just scrolling through Princeton's third. They right are, now. they yeah. are, but they beat Yale. Uh, they beat Yale on Saturday, and so they are There's only one game, game back. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, is, they now have the conference tournament there with the top four teams. And Princeton, Princeton was, I believe, only had one loss going into conference play. So they're like seven and two in conference, but they were like eleven and one in non-conference. Yeah, that, again, the thing is, is, if they get in, I think they have a real good shot. They're, they're the best team in that in the, the Ivy League. Could get. I'm. I'm not even. I. I heard somebody say this the other day. The Ivy League could get two bids. Like they're that good this year. Yeah. They're legitimately well, that good. Well, especially with Princeton winning last year. Yes. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna go ahead. Here's the thing. I. I don't want to give you this other team. So we have court. We have. Yeah. So you know what? Princeton's, I take it back. Princeton's. Yeah. Just one game out. I'm gonna take James out. Madison. Okay. I'll take James Madison. I like Princeton a lot, but I'm gonna take James Madison here only because. They beat Michigan State earlier in the year. Who's going to get in the tournament? They played a couple other teams really close. I think they're they have a shot. I forgot about them. They have a shot to get in and at large bit as well. I think most of those teams are going to win their conference tournaments. The one that worries me that w- might not is Indiana State because crazy enough as this sounds, the Mount the 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 Valley is a very good conference. The uh, yeah, no, it's really good. The Drake, Missouri Valley, it's Drake, it's, them, um, Drake, and, um, them. They have a. Uh, uh, Bradley is Bradley. really solid. They have a couple other good teams. Like even the even the middle of that conference isn't bad at all. Uh, Indiana State lost to Illinois State the other day. Evansville is Norm- Northern Iowa is always solid. So that that conference is is pretty darn good. But yeah, give me uh give me James Madison for my other one. You got one more. 
Um, I'm going to take... Uh, I will take the McNeese State Cowboys. McNeese State. Will Wade, the FBI's favorite wiretap. Yep. Uh, yeah, they, they're legit. I didn't realize they actually lost a conference game. Southeastern, Southeastern Louisiana beat them, beat them a couple, couple weeks back, but yeah, um, one and oh quad one, two and two quad two. Yeah. Two and oh quad three. I mean, yeah, they're just, they're, they're pretty solid. Like I think that if they get in, you're going to see them as like a, probably a, a 13. Yeah. And they, you know, when may, they may even have them as one of their 12s that they get in. I don't know. We'll see. Um, what do you think? Wait, sorry. Who is that again? McNeese State. Yeah. Who do? What do you think Grand Canyon is? Assuming they get in, uh, they'll make them. Uh, I think they could even be. I I think they could potentially be like a seven, which really? is crazy. I think they could have them. I think they could I have mean, them that, that good. high. They, I think because, they deserve. It. I don't think they'll they, do it. But I think they, they could. only. Which I know that sounds crazy, but I could see them being. I could see them being. I mean, more than likely, I think they'll be a 10. Yeah. But I could see them being as high as seven because, dude, they only have two losses. And I get that What's they're not net, playing. What are they in the net rankings? Um, oh, 46. 46. So they're 46. further down than I thought. But, but that's, yeah. So, like, it really, I think, like, top 37. I think 35 or 37 is the cutoff where, like, if you're outside the top 37 in the net, nobody has gotten in the tournament in an at-large bid the last 20 years. Really? Yeah. So. Wow. But this is also a very different year in the sense that, like, a lot of these teams, like, you look at these teams at, like, 37, 38, like, if they only Villanova, losses, Mississippi like If they State, only lose one more game, yeah. like, I think they're getting in no matter. I really do think. I hope so. I really do think with well, you only look one at, more like, loss, you're going to put, like, in. a team like Nevada, who's 43 in over Grand Canyon, who Nevada is going to finish, like, 20 and 20 and 8. And you're gonna have a Grand yeah. Canyon there that thirty and two. I like, didn't realize they were that low. I thought that I mean, I thought they were more like thirty five in the deal. So yeah. there's no way they'll be a seven, but maybe they'll yeah, potentially a ten if they run the table, something like that. I don't know. There's gonna be a lot of really good teams left out this year because the committee's gonna have a, a different job. That's like than Providence, had. man. That's what I said. I know you think they're in because they're they're big east, but they have them at sixty net ranking. Yeah, that's correct. I was like, I don't think they're and you know why though is because the injuries, right? Because you said they've had they they're, yeah, they've they're, had they're banged they up. They lost Hopkins, so, their best player. Yeah, so that's the deal. I mean, they take that into consideration. Well, dude, look at this. You have South Carolina, who was just ranked number eleven in the country. They're fifty nine. Yeah. What if they wouldn't get See, in? See, that's why I don't know. I agree. I don't like, like the net ranking. I think the, I, I, I think agree. South Carolina, as long as they don't just, you know. Ole Miss shit is the bed. 65. Shit the bed. I don't think Ole, I don't think they're going to put Ole Miss in. I they, think they're going to right N- now. They're, they're going to go to the, four in according to Lenardi. I think they're going to be an NIT team, but they might depending on what they do. Obviously, the rest of the season. Well, but. you know, it, this is it, part of this bothers me too, and I get that it has to do with like overall record and shit. But like you look at St. John's. St. John's is fourteen and twelve. They're two and six versus quad one. Uh, like I'm sorry, two and nine versus quad one. They're 51. And then you have South Carolina, who is three and three versus quad one, four and oh versus quad two. They're 21 and five, and they play in a better conference, and they are 59. That makes zero sense. Like, how does that? I don't know what these numbers take into account. Is it just the quad wins? Because if it, if it is, that makes no sense. Like, South Carolina has two quad three losses. Other than that, like, there's, there's no way they should be at least in the top 35. I don't understand that. They have a chance to win the fucking SEC regular season. They legitimately have a chance to win the SEC regular season and not make an at-large what, bid. Where did they have? Where did they have him at? South Carolina at fifty fucking nine. 
Oh, so Ken Palm. I'm just looking because I just got on Ken Palm. I'm just curious. They Ken have Palm, I guess. 50, 54. Oh, I was going to say 44. Um, um, and then Ken, Ken Palm. Palm to me is more accurate, but I still don't love it because they still have Houston at number yeah. one. Ken Palm always has Houston at number yeah, one. Yeah, because they take into account <laughs> offensive <laughs> rebounding as a very heavy factor. Yeah, yeah, Houston's been number one in Ken Palm's rankings for years, it seems like. <laughs> they, and then they lose in the third round always. every year. I think they went to one final four. They got Iowa. So Ken Palm, I agree with a little bit more than the other one too they got connecticut obviously ahead of so it's houston one which you figured they'd be there connecticut two, purdue three arizona four that's more tennessee five which i agree with and they have auburn one tick ahead of alabama which i i mean i get that all alabama's talented i mean you could interchange yeah but i mean either way auburn's just really good at home obviously even though they just lost to kentucky never lose at home iowa state which is no surprise number eight Number um, eight. I have bomb. I have Iowa State higher really than than a lot I think of people. Illinois is really good. That was a Illinois good pick by you. I good. like Illinois. I'm always high on them. Um, the other team I think I really like, and I said this already, is I like Nebraska a lot. I don't know what ranking they are at, but I think they're they're going to they're gonna get 40. in. Yeah, they're going to get in. Uh, and they're I like them a lot. Um, obviously too, like you think about some of these net rankings, like they there's still five games left plus conference tournament. A lot of these things change per, like daily, so. That's why Ken know. Palm obviously loves the Big Twelve. I mean, they have Oklahoma at thirty-seven. In here. Yeah, that's just yeah. thirty-seven. Cincinnati thirty-six. TCU thirty-two. Texas twenty-nine. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. Texas twenty-nine is wild. They. I mean, I my here's my thing though. I think if you actually, that's why I do attend to. I, I like Ken Palm. Typically, for some things, obviously, like some things are skewed, but like yeah. Texas, when you really look at them, I mean, like, are you telling me? I don't necessarily believe, like, if Texas is playing their best, that there's, like, I think they, I think they're actually, I know this is going to sound crazy to you because you're a Texas fan, but, and their coach is terrible, but, like, on paper, I don't think there's 29 better teams in Texas. In oh, the country. talent-wise, Yeah, that's not. what I mean. So, Ken Palm, I think, takes, you know, obviously some, some of that, and, you know, obviously all kinds of advanced metrics into it, but I just think that, you know, they're do probably I actually like 20th think that, or 15th in terms of talent. Yeah, yeah, and I just don't think, of course, and I think it takes that in the, you know, cons- I, I right. think Texas should be, obviously depends what they do, but I think they should be a tournament team. Yeah, I think they should too. Um, I mean, I don't know. I got to go look at the Big 12 rankings now and see what, I mean, I, I know they're not they're, playing they're great. Like in, they're like 6, 7, yeah. or 8. They, they won last night against Kansas State. I uh, mean, dude, look, they're 6 and 7 in the Big 12. If you go one game under in the Big 12, yeah, you should get in, in Texas, you should get in. I mean, but Texas is better in Oklahoma. They're, they're better in Cincinnati. They are. Um, but they, Oklahoma, Oklahoma's are they ranked high? No, they're they're below them. But they have a higher conference rank uh, record. They have a better conference record. Oklahoma, like the yeah. But to put no, the, it's the same. But to put it in perspective, is it really? Yeah, they're both six and seven now after Oklahoma lost. Oklahoma's dropped a lot lately. But to put it in perspective, so BYU and that net rankings that we had. That we were just looking yeah, they were at. 10th. They were 10, which I thought, I think they do have some good upside. That's, I think I said that high. last episode. I think that's too high. Texas, BYU's 18 and 7. Texas is 17 and 9. And Texas has the same record as BYU in the conference, except one, it's a half game, one loss. One loss, right. One loss. So, I mean, I think Texas is gonna. I, Texas is gonna end up being in the tournament. No, they're gonna be. Last night was a huge game for them. They they played Kansas State at home. Yeah, you couldn't couldn't blow lose that, that one. Yeah, yeah. So they ended up pulling it out. It was kind of tight for a while, but they won. Yeah, that um that was a big win for them. I don't know though. I I think obviously you're gonna end up getting eight locks in the Big Twelve. I think you get Houston, Iowa State, Baylor, Kansas, TCU, 
Texas Tech, BYU, Texas. Man, I don't think Oklahoma, after watching Oklahoma play at home against Kansas, they played okay in the first half. I don't think they're, they might end up getting in when it's all said and done. I know they're 18 and eight here. I think they probably will, but since uh, they're right there, I think they probably will, but I don't think Cincinnati or Kansas State are getting in. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be nine. The, you look at the rest of their, you look at the rest of Oklahoma's schedule, The net, this game on Saturday that they play, it's kind of their season. They play at Oklahoma State. They can't lose that. Like, yeah, they, they, lose they that cannot lose that. So they're on the road. Then they go. Then they go at Iowa State versus Houston versus Cincinnati at Texas. I think if they go, if they win the games they're supposed to in that stretch, if they win at Okie State, hold serve at home against Cincinnati, and at least win one of the other three, either pull off an upset at home against Houston, you're not winning at Iowa State. Oh, they'll for sure be in Mizzen. They'll finish yeah. with a 500 record. Right, but I think even if they, they go, if they go games, two and three, what do you, I, I still think they might I get in. I still think they might get them in as like the last four in Wait, or something. Where are they right now? Well, the thing about Six it is, dude, seven. you look at the bottom of the Big 12. Okay, West Virginia's out for sure. Okie State's out. Central Florida's out. Kansas State is now out. They're out. And so you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10 if you include Cincinnati who have a shot. I think Cincinnati misses. I, I I think there's no to me, I don't I think they have to get nine because you're gonna put like ten SEC teams in. There's more teams yeah. in the SEC. Yeah. But I just it, I think it would be hard for me to believe that they leave Oklahoma out and put in like the eighth, the ninth or tenth best team in the SEC and leave the, the ninth or tenth best team in the in the Big Twelve out. I, if I, Oklahoma just don't think that would happen. ends two the season two and three I would say it's they probably get in if it's if they, they ended, can't go one and four. I'll no, say that they go sure, one and four. They're, they're out. out. You can't finish three games below five. Well, but and if you they, also if have they, to take into account the fact that there's going to be a Big Twelve tournament after this, and true. so every game you play in the Big Twelve tournament after the first round is going to be a quad one game. So like you're going to play against a good like on a neutral floor, it's going to be a top thirty five team. Uh, or yeah. I'm sorry, top 50 team. Top I 50. think ultimately they get nine, and I, I think you're beat, right. Beat Providence, I I, beat I, USC. Oh, USC sucks, but beat Iowa, beat Providence. Um, beat, they have a, they have a win over Iowa State. That's a huge win. Um, you know they they beat uh, who else did they beat? Let's see, beat Kansas State. Beat one one against BYU. Yeah, I think they'll I think they'll get in. I don't think Cincinnati, RK State get in, but I think I think the the Big Twelve will be a nine teamer. You might have Oklahoma playing in that first four game, but the, you're right. When you put it in, like, okay, they're going to put 10 SEC teams yeah. in. So how can you not put nine you, Big 12 teams? You just got to put in that many. It's just, they're just too good of a conference. Man, it's crazy, though. Like, I, I, some people, like you said, there's going to be a lot of good teams left out because it's like, then you look at the Mountain West and you think there's probably four teams in the Mountain West getting in. Yep. There's like Colorado that. State, Usually there's two Colorado State, San Diego State, Utah State, Utah State, and. Is that is there one other team? I I think oh New Mexico. I yeah New I, Mexico. New Mexico are yeah. in, and then Boise State's a fringe Boise team. State. I don't think Nevada's Boise State. I don't Nevada's think Boise State. Big. I don't think Boise State ends up. Getting Boise in, State maybe. might be one of those first four. It depends. There there depends on how they finish the season. Uh, I didn't realize how good Washington State was this year. They're like the number one. No, 20, I think they're 21. first place in the Pac-12. They're, yeah, they're half game behind Arizona. Half yeah, game behind right Arizona. There. Yeah, they're uh, I man, talk about a bad conference though. That conference man is, I they're. The the Pac twelve had a resurgence in football the last year. They have not had it in basketball. Man, I don't know. Looking at the SEC, okay, Alabama. I, I know in. I, I am wrong. That's Tennessee's what I heard somebody in. say the other day. Yeah, they're dead but, wrong. But Al- Auburn's in. South Carolina Wait, is in. Florida's in. Kentucky's in. Alabama, Mississippi State, and A and M are probably in. Those are eight, and then you have Ole Miss. 
you know, I think Ole Miss gets in. Ole Miss potentially getting in. So you'd say LSU, like eight, Georgia, Arkansas, Vandy, uh, Missouri, all out. Sorry, Bailey. Vandy has no shot. I don't even think. But I, not even Bailey's that delusional, Dylan. He knows. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knew. Yeah, he knew right after the Presbyterian loss that the season was over. Yeah, no, you're right. I think I think probably eight get in. I wonder if I was thinking of the Big Ten. How many Big Ten teams are going to get in here? Let's look. Big Ten, Big Ten. Okay, so we got Purdue's in. Illinois is in. Northwestern's in. Wisconsin is in. Michigan State is in. Nebraska's in. No, there's not. That's that's six. Yeah, I, someone was just probably talking out of their ass. I yeah. Wonder. There's no way 10 Because Minnesota. Well, it, Minnesota, Minnesota the, uh, might get in. Maybe, Minnesota might maybe get in. it's the, uh, maybe it's the uh, Bill Walton of the, the SEC Bill Walton, yeah. talking about, we're, we're we got ten teams getting in the SEC this year. I will say, yeah, you know. I, I will say, uh, the ACC is going to get. They should not get more than four. I think they should get three or four. Like Wake Forest is borderline. UNC, Duke, and Virginia are all in. Wake Forest is borderline. Clemson and NC State are borderline. Pittsburgh should not be in. I'm sorry. They played nobody. They were horrible. And then they're just having a resurgence in conference. Like they should, uh, if they put Pittsburgh in, I'm going to be disgusted. Yeah. I mean, absolute best case looking at the Big Ten in, they get seven. Yeah. Best case scenario. And I don't, Minnesota's going to be, it all depends on what happens down the stretch. They're not very fucking good. That shows you how bad they just that, win at that home. shows you how bad that league is this year. Oh, it's Minnesota horrible. seven and seven. This is what I was talking about, though, dude. You look at like some of these other leagues, like the Ivy League, where you have 19 and three Princeton. 19 and 4 Cornell. Uh 17 and 7 Yale is like whatever. Like I think Cornell and Princeton could both get in. They should. I think Cornell and Princeton would both beat Minnesota on They would. Floor. I'd they tell would. you that for sure. That's the crazy thing about it is you know a lot of these teams you would get like dude to, to me and the Missouri Valley is is a probably like the sixth best conference in the I think the Missouri Valley is better than the Pac-12. What, minus hey, Arizona. Where did that guy did uh the Gauchos coach leave? He must have. These are seven and eight this year. I think he stayed, dude. Oh man, they're they're having a down he's, here. He's really good too. Yeah, he's a good coach. I figured um, someone would have hired that guy. By yeah, now. no, he's still he's still there. I'm shocked he didn't get a job after last tournament where they went to the tournament and and played Baylor relatively close till the end. Yeah, that's what I mean. I thought he would have for sure got something. And I, they, they've sometimes been good, they've they, been good like three years in a row. Yeah, and sometimes they stay too long. Like that's your opportunity. Go, like go. If you have a job, you can take go. Also, maybe he just didn't. Maybe there wasn't a lot of options that year. Like it depends, like regionally too. Like if he's a more of a California guy, then he probably has to wait for one. I mean, here's a here's an opportunity. USC is gonna open this year. I can almost guarantee you that. I'm surprised. Speaking of midseason firings, how the fuck they haven't fired Andy Enfield and USC is beyond me. The guy's horrific. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm big time underachieving. I want to. I I have a dumbass of the week, and I think it's good. Maybe like one of our last topics here as we're All getting there. Right. Um, so my dumbass of the week is the PGA Tour. Uh, Jordan Spieth gets DQ'd yep. from the Genesis Invitational for signing an incorrect scorecard. This is the most backwards shit. The PGA is living in the fucking 1700s. Why in the world do we have to sign a fucking scorecard? I mean, imagine if in the NBA you had to sit there and every time you score, oh, I got to mark, uh, do a tally how many points I scored. After the game, I got to go in a little fucking room and sign my sheet. And if I fuck it up and I scored less or more points than this, 
then I my points don't count. We lose the game and I'm disqualified. What the fuck? That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, I just, I don't understand. Every single shot is tracked. There are cameras on these guys. No one's trying to cheat. You know what's funny about it, too? Is so someone made a good point because I was I was listening to this the other day and you know I'm a big golf guy when it comes to the PGA Tour and whatever they they said that um, so in the actual reality of it the rule needs to be in place but not on the PGA Tour level right because it's like so when you when you're golfing and say you're golfing in some amateur deal or you're trying to right. qualify for the U.S. Open where cameras aren't on you all the time? Are you have an official score that's tracking where every single one of your shots went on shot tracker, right? So it's like, they obviously know what you made. So like, that's where it's ridiculous. And it's like, if you want to keep the tradition in it, that's fine. You can have people sign scorecards. But if you make a mistake, it should just be a two-stroke penalty. And they'll get it. I honestly think that a lot of golf traditionalists don't think it'll be changed. I actually do in the next two years because it's really... Like, if we lived in the world where there weren't official scores walking with groups, like, our cameras everywhere, it'd be different. But literally, you can get on the PGA Tour app, and you can follow where Jordan hit, Spieth hit his ball yeah. on every single hole. And there's an official scorer that walks with the group that puts in the scores shot link to load them up online. So he knew what he made, and you just go through the formalities of signing your card because it's almost like a tradition thing. Now, like I said, it's definitely needed on other levels of golf. You right. have to have that. But when you get to the PGA Tour, it's like, okay, well, we're not keeping stats by hand here anymore. It's all logged in the computer. Like, they have the mo- most extensive database of stats of any sport ever. So right. Your percentage of greens and regulations hit on par fours when the wind's over 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, they can tell you that. It's <laughs> like, crazy, for the, dude. For the last five years. like. Oh, but but if, I, if I mark a three instead of a four, yeah, it, I'm it's, disqualified. It's, it's, it's stupid. And Spieth knows the rule. Like, sure, he was upset about it, but he, he would be the first one to tell you, and he did say it. Like, look, I fucked up. That should never happen. But you're right. They need to get rid of it. It, it, it is stupid. I mean, there's Idiotic. no... And you're just getting rid of a guy that people want to tune in. Want to tune in to see... You want your biggest um, stars not playing in yeah, tournaments? No, I mean, it's, what it's, in the world? I stupid. understand it rarely it, happens, it's something, but... It's something that'll be fixed in the next year. Like, they'll keep it for certain, you know, whatever. And you may get docked a shot or two going forward right. for signing wrong. But the funniest thing is, I don't know if you know this, that like in golf, when you're playing with someone, someone else is keeping your score. Okay. Yeah. So like, like whoever was in his group is writing the scores down. So he, the person who made it, who was with him actually fucked it up so, and he didn't catch so it. So the way it works is if I'm playing with you, I keep your official score. Right. And then you keep your score below it. Like that, what you had for yourself, and then you match up all the numbers and say gotcha. everything matches, everything matches, and they just went through the motions. He probably made like I don't know what happened, but he was trying to get off the course, signed his card, and turned it in, and realized, oh shit, they put me down for a three when I made a four, right? And you know, and whatever, right? But even you know what's even crazier about it is if you signed for, and I'm ninety nine percent on this, say he made a four and he signed for a five, so he docked himself a shot, you still get DQ'd. Because you signed a wrong scorecard. That's the stupidest yeah, shit. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, but that's that's the deal. So people were like, I, and I was reading online, like someone was saying, nope, still signed for the wrong score. You still disqualified. So, so it's like, even if you lost a shot by your own stupidity, <laughs> signing a wrong card, you'd still get disqualified. Unless they change that rule, but that used to be the rule. So, 
But yeah, I think in the next couple of years, you'll see that change for sure, especially with all the technology we have. Yeah, no shit. Um, um, but, um, oh, I wanted to mention one more thing. We got actually, I'm going to do a preview of it later today at my house, but we got a UIL boys basketball playoffs on yeah. right now here in San Antonio, high school basketball. Yeah. We have first round started yesterday. They do it over like Monday, Tuesday is the first round. Usually, most of the second round games will be on Friday. We'll have the third round next Tuesday. And then by next Friday, we'll be in the regional tournament, which is basically the Sweet 16. We get down to the Elite Eight and then the Final Four. Who does um, uh, Bernie or uh, Heights so play? Heights won last night. They were, they were Because Heights won their district, they got to play a, a bad Valley school. So they played, um, they played, it was like, I think it was Eagle Pass. Win Eagle Pass. They won by 30. And actually, Champion plays tonight against Cedar Park in uh in buddha and the winner of that will take on heights so if bernie champion wins tonight they will play alma heights in the second round um which would be good i I would love to go to that in the second round yeah Um, i was just looking bernie played cuero in the first round beat him 71 to 34 yeah some of you know it's interesting some of the matchups you get in the first round you know sometimes they um Sometimes those it, the first round is actually the hardest, and sometimes it's just a blowout. Like it just depends. Like for example, I was watching uh, Piper play against um, Rouse last night, and Rouse is like the second best team in the region behind Veterans Memorial, and it was like a, a six point game in the third, like late third quarter. And I'm like, Rouse, Rouse is like thirty and two, and Piper's fucking horrible. And as we know. High school basketball can just be crazy. There's yeah. no fucking shot clock. No so shot like clock. You can see a score that in, the game ends 18-14. Yeah. If someone's like, hey, we're not near as good as them. We're going to throw the ball around for as much as we could. Like, I've I've told you, and I think I've talked about it when um, back in the day, my high school, we were playing. I forgot who we were playing, but the team was like, you know, my buddies were playing. And the team we were playing was far and fewer, and they, you know, the old high school held the ball, and I think the final score was like, 22 to 17 at yep. the end of the game. I mean, just what I almost held it for the entirety of the first quarter. And, and, you know, I've seen teams do that when I was in high school at Alamo Heights, when we played Bernie champion, uh, at home, we were playing against, uh, they were the best team in, in the, this was when I was a sophomore, I was on JV. And so the varsity was playing against champion champion was by far the best team in the region. Oh, actually and they were good. Huh? Really? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said champion. Tyvee. Well, champion was the year before, actually. When I was a freshman, champion went to the state tournament. Uh, but when I was a sophomore, it was Tyvee. Tyvee had this kid named Jonathan Perry. Really, really good. They had a, they had a, you know, their starting five was a very, very mature, good high school starting five. Anyway, we were playing them at home. Crazy environment. And uh, I, I believe we were down two in the second quarter. And uh, Tyvee, because we were sitting in the zone, decided, hey, we're just going to hold the ball and make heights come out. And Charlie Boggess was like, all right, hold, leave it. We'll play the second half. We'll play the second half. And they held the ball for six minutes right there, which for them made no sense. They just didn't want to play against the zone because they were having trouble scoring against it. But for us, it was like, well, if, if you're going to shorten the game and make this into two-quarter game when it's a two-point game, we'll do it. And so literally he held they the ball for six fuck, minutes. They got to so, fucking fix it. And here's shit. the thing. So I, I agree. So when I, was, when, I, when I was coaching towards the – for the mo- most part – uh, I didn't want this to be implemented. I did not want a shot clock, mainly because at the place I was at, I knew that a shot clock would not benefit me. Like having a shot clock for a team that needs to run offense and be patient is not necessarily a good thing, right? Um, but the more I watch it, the more I think we we need a shot clock. 
it doesn't even have to be. It could be forty seconds. That's what I was about to say. It Just make be, it. For, it could be thirty-five it. seconds, like the old college rules, or forty make it seconds. Forty seconds. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. But you need something to where they can't just hold the ball. Oh. And like that's the frustrating part when you have a team who's up six with three minutes to go. You just you know you got to start fouling with like two minutes because you're down. Like and you, then I mean the I oppone, the guys who say no like you just got to get a steal. But it's just it's ridiculous. I mean it's Stone Age basketball. Like I don't care. It's, you know, at this point, just take the three-pointer line away from the kids, too, and yeah. just play out there. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know. Well, it's like and I think the 1900s to me, basketball. To me, I think before there was a strong thing against it because of kind of like the thing we we're talking about with golf. Like, traditionally, like, high school basketball has never had a shot clock. So that was the old view. I think most people now actually want it. I would say probably 90% of people are just like either one or they're indifferent. They're like, whatever at this point. I think the main issue, and I've said this is the money, right? Is that because it costs money to put the clocks? And it's not just the money, it's the money and the fact that, okay, so right now, in order to run a gym, right, in order to run a game, I need a guide, somebody doing the book that costs money per game, and I need someone doing the scoreboard. Some places need, when I was at Heights, they used to pay for the clock, the scoreboard, and the books. There was three people, but most places can do each. Well, now you got to pay probably an extra person to do the shot clock. And you got to implement the shot clock. So you think about it. Okay, we have these small 1A, 2A schools in West and East Texas. And it's like, how are they going to be able to afford, A, putting a shot clock in, B, paying somebody to be there? So it's not just the equipment. It's the, it's the labor. It's, you know, I, and, and then you also add the fact that, like, you put another burden on the officials. And look, I had some very nice people who were officials who I liked. Roland, I don't know if he ever will watch this podcast, but there's a guy... Roland was one of my favorite officials. We were good buddies. There's a couple good officials out there, but for the most part, fuck officials. For the most part, I fucking can't stand them. And you are already have enough on their fucking plate trying to just call a high school basketball game relatively fair and equal and be half fucking decent. They don't enforce hand checks ever if they, you know, there's, I can go on. They're horrible. But you add having to fucking look at a shot clock and determine that. Agreed. Uh, oh, oh, shot clock violation. We can't review yeah. it. It's not, high, it's not college. So it's a lot to put on the officials, too. So mm-hmm. th- I think those issues are what's preventing it from getting passed. I think what we might see is it happen at the 5A and the 6A level and not happen at the lower levels yet. Because it's just some of those 2A, 1A schools, I don't think that they're going to be feasibly able to have a shot clock, makes run sense, a shot yeah. clock, and do that. Yeah, no, definitely makes sense. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah giving the refs something else to – um look at it's probably a bad a bad idea but yeah just getting ready to hold the ball i mean you could even do something and i mean this may sound stupid to some people but it's like have a clock where a clock operator could literally run it where it's like hey you have one like you could even start a minute clock and if you don't doesn't matter how many times the ball hits the rim if you don't score in that one possession or whatever it's just a turnover or something i mean i don't know there's plenty of ways to do it but uh yeah i think it's uh i think it's stupid that you know you could get a playoff game potentially where a really good and you know the good team should still find a way to win. I get it, but like just holding the ball for six minutes is not basketball. So. No, it's not. It's it's really really stupid. Yeah. Um, there was I just saw dude crazy. Um, I, I want to talk. I forgot I have one more thing I want to talk about. Um, but I saw East Central was in fourth place in their district. Them and Steel. This is ridiculous. They now there. It's a six-team district, so obviously four teams have to get in. Yeah. But Steel and East Central were tied. They were each three and seven in their district, and had and one of them they had to play a play-in yeah, game. Yeah, someone against. had to get it's in. Ridiculous. So East Central won. 
that play-in game played Reagan last night, who won their district and beat them by 34. East Central beat Reagan by 34. Who was, yes. How is that even possible? 106 to 72. How? That's how bad. Is that a, is that a wrong score? I, how the hell did they score? 100? First of all, let me, let me start by saying this. How the fuck do you score 106 points in an eight-quarter? Four-quarter, eight-minute. How, how's that even fucking possible? <laughs> the Ask, fuck is this? Do they just let them score? Like, no, I'm not even, like, joking when I say that. <laughs> to score 106 points in eight-minute quarter high school basketball, you, literally, like, if Reagan had a possession, I'm not even making this up, if Reagan had a normal high school basketball possession and took 20 seconds off the clock, 15 seconds off the clock, and then you let East Central just go lay the ball up, <laughs> I don't think... I mean, I don't know what the math is on that, but I don't even know if you get to 106. <laughs> I legitimately don't that's know. That's the dumbest fuck. That's got to be a fucking well, error. Well, dude, oh, uh, look. 106 Houston, points? Look, dude, Houston Yates would, would venture to argue with you because back when I played in high school in 2012, that Houston Yates team was beating teams like 140 to, to 27. I mean, now, yeah. they had... The craziest athletes you've ever seen there pressing the entire game. I wa- Look, I watched the Central play. I went to the playing game against Steele. What was the score of that game? Like, in the fucking... What uh, in, like, the... It, f- was in the, it was in the 60s, I believe. Let's see. I, I'm, I remember because I was talking with my bu- uh, one of my buddies, Jake Good, who played at, at Smithson Valley. He's about to graduate. We went to the game together, and I made the over-under in that game. After watching the first quarter, I made the over on that game 132. And I think the final score was, let's see, it was, yeah, it, it was 65-55. So we hit 120 in that game. Yeah, I have family friends that work at Reagan and somewhat of the athletics. Department. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to someone about that. I'm saying, how the fuck did, what was it? 100 and what? Okay, I, I really want to see because. I don't believe that shit. I just don't. I don't know how you do that. Eight minute quarters 106 is this points. right is this right there's no on, way that's right well it's dude. it's on max preps and it's on the bracket too but it does also say that they play tonight i need to look it up it says on here i mean look i'm not making this shit no up. No, no i believe you it's, no it's, it's probably right if it's 72. on the bracket i don't know happen. if that actually happened that's fucking crazy uh i just I, don't i just really don't even know how there's that many legitimately unless you're just running down the court and just throwing threes up in 10 seconds into the shot clock there's not enough but that's that's like, okay, so let's do the math on it. And so we're, they're playing a 32-minute game, right? Yeah. And an NBA, so an NBA game is 48 minutes. So you're telling me they basically scored an NBA equivalent to like 160 points, <laughs> right? I'm pretty close on that math around. Yeah, you're right. 150 at least. Uh, it, let's see. Yeah, it'd be two-thirds. Yeah, yeah, 100, 160 points. Okay, dude, this might be – this might be uh, ill post. Yeah, well, we'll look into it. We'll talk about it next. Uh, yeah, because for sure, because I'm looking at I'm trying to look at East Central's Twitter, and it looks like they're saying it's a game day today. So I, I don't know. I, it looks okay. like they're saying like game day today. Like so, like they haven't played. But, Someone may have just wrote that on there to put, fuck with us. It, you know, that actually would be really funny if somebody entered that in as the max prep score. Because like you, if you're a score, if you're an official Someone score, can you can just, just do that. It's like yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah. Um. But. Oh, okay. Very last thing, and we'll get out of here. Actually, this has been a very good episode considering we didn't have a ton to talk about. I think we're going to be able to fill these episodes. Um, but 
Uh, well, big dog next week. To uh, talk, man, talk we, midget wrestling. I have to say, I think like that he is entertaining. I'm not gonna lie, but I think that no, we, I think him. we have better shows without him. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I would never venture to say you that. You know that's the first truth. First of all, you, please. And in, in big your dog, heart, you big know. dog is an absolute showman. First no, of all, okay? he's a showman. He's a. He's you got to give him at least 15 minutes of camera time. He's a fucking douchebag, is what he is. Oh my. He's God. an absolute douchebag. Don't Control listen to him, freak. big dog. Oh, he tells me you can't come over to the studio. Oh, why don't you work? on the podcast you don't do shit and then he doesn't let me go to the fucking studio four days a week tells me when to shoot the podcast i'm so fucking tired of this motherfucker i told him fine i'm gonna move the studio i'm gonna move my setup to somewhere else um fucking oh, fuck you. you're not doing that <laughs> and then he says uh dylan's black and white you can't compromise i'm like compromise you don't even let me come at night when nobody's here can i come shoot a video at night for a fucking betting video like nobody's here i don't want my fucking lights turned on i don't cost money Ugh. shut the fuck up dickhead oh um, my god that last, big dog don't no, listen to him fuck big don't dog no i'm serious i'm creating some beef here big fuck dog's that piece heart, of shit. heart and soul and he also is afraid to play me in pickleball he will not come out he that, knows i would all, he knows i would true. kick his your fucking dad, ass your dad is one of the greatest 60 year old athletes this world's ever seen but he is he can't do anything he was he was laughing the other day he said he kept <laughs> this is actually funny so he was we were watching uh we were watching the all-star saturday when they were going to do the sabrina ionesco my mom wanted to watch that so we were in the game room watching and my dad goes didn't Dil- didn't kevin give dylan the the uh, most improved player award yeah most improved because he was so fucking bad in fifth grade <laughs> and i'm like in sixth grade i set the scoring record for points in a single quarter i scored 21 points in a quarter in sixth grade which is a true number if you ask anybody against holy spirit Your dad scored 36 so. and then kevin mclaughlin pulled me out of the game and didn't let me get the all-time score record i was gonna drop 50 in that game um <laughs> pulled me out i played two minutes in the second quarter did not go back in the game kevin that was not cool man um we still want you as a sponsor all right for real, last last thing, uh, we have the NCAA football video game got yeah. an official release date. Release date. Uh, we are going to have NCAA football. What is it going to be called? Twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. Yep. I mean, what? I am so excited. I legitimately, I am going to buy a PS five. Just to play that fucking game. Yeah, I'll probably come out of video game retirement. For yes, that one. I only the only game I've played in the past <laughs> during COVID, I played some 2K, and since then I had not played any video games until somebody told me that if you had PlayStation Plus, and I only have a PS4, that you could play that PGA game for free. And so I downloaded that PGA game and played a little bit, which is you know pretty fun. But I'm not a video game guy anymore. I used to when we were growing up, we used to play sports, video games, NCAA football all the time. We had some battles in NCAA football. I was ranked in the top 150 in the world in NCAA 09. That is a true story. I have a screenshot of it still. Missouri, Jeremy Macklin, and Chase Daniel. Nobody could stop me, baby. Um, and uh, I remember, uh, I, think I, I think I've told you this story. Um, me and Carl used to play all the time online. We had our Xbox 360s yeah. and NCAA 09. And I, you know you know where, our, uh, where we have our uh, workout room? Like when you're going out the patio to the right, there's like another little oh, room. Yeah. That's where I had my P- Xbox set up in there. So I used to sit in there and me and Carl would play online. He's at his house. He had lost to me. I'm not exaggerating. It was like 37 straight times. He, had, he couldn't beat me. And so we're playing and he would always play with West Virginia with Noel Devine and Pat White. Pat White. And uh, I would play with, with Missouri all the time with uh, Jeremy Macklin and Chase Daniel. So finally, like the 38th time we're playing, he finally is. It looks like he's going to beat me. And I have the ball and my last chance, and I throw an interception. Game's over. And there's like 
three seconds to go in the game, and all he's got to do is take a knee. And so he snaps the ball and tosses it to Noel Devine, and he's, like, talking in the microphone, and he's, like, laughing, and Noel Devine's running around and running around and running around. This is a dead true story. And all of a sudden, he's, like, taunting me. He's like, I fucking beat you. You suck. And I, my big lineman comes out of nowhere and nails Noel Devine. He fumbles the ball, and one of my guys picks it up and runs it in for a touchdown. He loses on the last play of the game, and then like he's literally, never played since, all you bro. hear, all I, all I hear is like a loud crashing sound, and then it says like Carl, Carl Stevens has well, left the a, she left yeah, the game. game. Oh, I can't remember what. Oh, his his gamer tag's name was Son of Katie because his his mom's name was Katie. It was the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Um, shout out to Carl though. I love you, Carl. Shout even though Carl. you, even though you, uh, you know, fucked. Up and don't you little little Tokyo little Tokyo didn't can't fucking watch the Super Bowl with me can't play NCA anymore but we did get to play golf last time hey now hey maybe he'll uh maybe he'll get the game when he's over there you'll get the hey he already left our fantasy football league because it was so you know I who knows who knows we'll see we'll see he at least needs to play some NCA with me online yeah um but yeah yeah yeah, I'm excited for that my brother heard the news and was like that's the worst news for me in the last seven years. (laughs) He's going to sit in there and play that thing for days. Dude, we could probably get our own channel of us just streaming our matches against each other. We should do that shit. Well, oh, I love, yes, we're going to have a league for sure. Sounds Fuck, good. I'm excited. Um, Bandy, oh, Bailey's going to play. Only, Bailey's only, gonna play only road, in your dreams, Bailey. Bailey's going to play. Your rookie dynasty mode you're playing on over there. No, just whip everybody. <laughs> no, uh, Bailey's going to be playing Road to Glory as the Vandy quarterback going oh, yeah. and taking them to the Nashville Championship in his second year, winning the Heisman three times, back-to-back-to-back Heisman Trophy winning, winner, three-time national champion. That's fun. Um, but he's going to leave for the NFL early. He would never. He's going to He's gonna get his six it's years of loyal. eligibility. Yeah, he's going to play his, his extra COVID, COVID years, gray yeah. years. Uh, um, but, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that's all we got today. Um, man, I just saw Joey Bosa getting dropped by the – gonna get dropped by the um chargers huh. saw that i get they Maybe can't afford a ton of money well, they I can't afford to keep all those dudes but yeah yeah i think they're gonna take a uh, it sounds like they're gonna take a tackle in the in their yeah that, they're gonna, that they're kid gonna, from they're Notre gonna Dame. take joe all yeah that's um, it was hilarious they had the kid from penn state rated like all year ahead of joe all it's like oh that's gonna change before the draft and sure enough sure enough it did joe yeah. will be the first that guy's that guy's a board. stud um but anyway yeah we'll uh we'll get out of here be sure to follow our channel. I am in the process of making multiple new channels. I have a couple. I will have a gambling video today with the best bet tonight, so check that out. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our channel, like our video. Please throw us a comment. Tell us what you liked, what you think about what we talked about. Tell us we suck anything. The more comments, the better. Um, and go follow us on beg, social media. Beg for Big Dog in the comments to come back. He beg. needs that. He needs, he needs the people to know. That they want him back. We, nobody wants it. Big Dog back. Yeah. Big nobody dog. wants oh, Big yeah. Dog. He the ruins people, the show. The people want Big Dog. Nobody wants Big Dog. All right, we're done with Big Dog here, all right? Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Episode My Lucky Number 21. Uh, we are still going strong. We're only going to give more and more content going forward. So make sure to subscribe, like, all those good things, and enjoy this weekend sports. A little bit of a slow time, but we're picking up. We got less than a month until March Madness. Actually, exactly a month. February, or I'm sorry, March 20th is the first day of the NCAA tournament. So uh, stay tuned for uh, all that. We'll, we'll be following college basketball over the next month and uh, some NBA. And we'll also do a little bit of NFL draft preview coming up and maybe some transfer portal things for college football. But thanks again for tuning in. This is the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast. Uncle T and Coach Leak. 
signing out from San Antonio, Texas. Enjoy your week. Thanks for tuning in.